Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm just trying to... Oh, you're all the way up. Okay, well, that works. <laughs> what are you? What were you trying to do? I was just trying to turn it up louder. <laughs> Am but... I not loud enough? No, you're okay. You're fine. Okay. I just like it blaring, apparently. <laughs> Blow the speakers out. You know, I got I hopped off a, a call with um, one of my customers uh, right before mm -hmm. I called you uh, when I said, hey, let's hop on a Zoom because I was like, I was on my way back here and mm -hmm. I was like, I was thinking about you because we were just talking and uh, I was like, man, we've been trying to have lunch for like yeah, weeks not on in now. So <laughs> I says, well, why don't we just hop on and yeah. have a chat, you know, and, uh, yeah. and I'll record it, you know? Yeah. So what do you I'm, think? We're rushing and getting for the one I have on Wednesday. So th that one's already been kind of a mess just because they were, you know, going to close. And then the on the seller side, the dad found out that his daughter, who was his power of attorney, was stealing from him. Um, so he went to, like, cut her out, basically changed the power of attorney to his son and she decided to sue him for it, which makes no sense to me. And so because she was suing and like stopping him from selling the house because she wanted to make sure she was going to get a piece of the house, um, they had to hold everything up until like a judge could, you know, rule on it. And so it's been months. It's been like over six months. It's been like nine months now. And um, so that's been what? a mess. What? Nine, nine months on the same. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. And um, this poor guy, it's like, it's a young kid. He's probably 25-ish, uh, maybe 26, 27. Um, and he, you know, he was, during this process of all this happening, he was deployed and came back. <laughs> like, And um, so it's been crazy. And then um, it came out finally, like, a week and a half ago. And they're like, can you close in 10 days? And we were like, we'll do what we can. <laughs> um, but because it's VA, I mean, they have, we had to get, you know, a new appraisal, new termite inspection, new inspections, all done. And VA has very, very strict turnaround times on appraisal. So I was like, well, that takes 10 days in itself. So, you know, the, our closing date's Wednesday. Naturally, we're still pushing to get the appraisal and the termite inspection back. And now a hurricane's gonna hit, so it's like okay. Um, so did they finally, do the appraisal. They Is did the done? appraisal. We're supposed to get it back tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So we have. Oh, and then the uh, attorney, who's just been a jerk throughout this entire process, um, who's working on it, like is telling the seller side like yeah you guys can sign the package today like you don't have to drive to us because it's like a three and a half hour drive for whoever's signing on behalf of the seller and he's like yeah yeah no we'll just have them send it to you today it's like no you won't because and I guess they told them this so I'm looking back at the email because she forwarded it eventually she told them that on the 25th never asked anybody never said anything why well, we would have told her no because the appraisal's coming back last minute um, and we just found out today, like, she's just saying, telling us today, oh, they need to sign today. We're like, that's not how this works. Like, we, you know, <laughs> like, we, we don't even have the appraisal back. We don't have documents or the termite inspection back. We don't have documents for you to sign. Like, we just got the insurance 
like 20 minutes ago. Like, so. You know, isn't it so true? I tell all of my clients and customers this. It isn't until everyone's signed and you're closed. It's been a long time since, you know, where everything's good. We're closing next week. Everything. No, the day before then, usually I'm like, man, what's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. What's going to happen? Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Trust me, I'm right there with you. And <laughs> and like half the time, there's stuff going on in the background that I'm not necessarily communicating because I know it's getting done. And it's like, I'm one way or another, I'm getting this done. So like, there'll be a day before, like two days before where I'm like, no, you need to do this, this, this. And I'm telling people, make it happen because yeah. I'm not going to my client telling them they're not closing. So, and half the time we get it figured out, no one knew better, but it's like, I cannot express how much I just like fought for you. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing, right? We do so much behind the scenes because we right. don't want to freak them out. Right. right. And there's don't... no reason to like, why am no. I going to tell you this is happening when, whether I tell you or not, I'm going to fight for you. Right. I'm not going to put that on you in an already stressful process. If yeah. it gets to a point where I know I can't do it or like, I know it can be done, then I'll have the conversation with you. But if I know, like, I'm going to tell someone to do it and they're going to, they're going to do it. I know they are capable of doing it. Then I'm not going to tell you like, because people are lazy and everybody wants an extra day or two when they don't really need it. It's like, no, we'll get it done. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a double-edged sword, you know. Uh, I think we talked about it a few days ago where um, when we do have uh, people that we work with that do actually realize, you know, the few and far between, how much we're actually doing behind right. the scenes. Yeah, and they're, like, appreciative. Sure, yeah. right? It doesn't happen very often. They don't really know what, <laughs> how much you but fight for them. <laughs> the ones that know, though, they're your customers for life. You know, mm -hmm. and they refer you out to everybody. They're the best, you know, yeah. sometimes it make me want to do it less. It's just like, no, it's kind of just like, oh, little do you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I tell them, I says, I'm only going to come to you uh, when it when I have to. You know right. what I mean? If I if I can take care of something, sometimes you know I am uh, trying to solve a problem that I know there's a solution to, but it might be a couple sleepless nights for me because I'm worried right. about my customer. I know I'm going to get this done, but right. you know it just when when I go and it's usually this is how when I have sleepless nights, um, mm -hmm. you know when I'm concerned, and it's when the business day's over. And it didn't, there was a resolution didn't happen. You know what right. I mean? It's still in limbo. And the indigestion kicks in. Sure. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to try and go to sleep tonight so I can resolve this tomorrow. But I yeah. have to feel nauseous for the next 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, add on top of that, if you're, if we're having to deal with, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, knuckleheads uh, yeah. that aren't making the, the, the situation easier. Great. It's like uh, the people who stop working at five make me really angry because <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know it's not always fair, but it's like if you like, or even just the people who stop responding at like, it's 445. I asked for something and you're like, well, I was off at five. Yeah, it was 445. Like I was trying to get it in for that reason, like, because I knew you wouldn't respond. Like, that's what makes me angry. Cause I'm like, we're killing ourselves every day past five to get this stuff done and you're sitting there like i need this and this and this but you're not willing to work with us like don't demand stuff of me and then not be logged on after five 
I tell you, and I'm not saying anything you don't know. That's a huge part of how I choose who I who's on my team, the people that I work with. You know what I mean? Because I already I go into each deal in each situation, assuming that the other side is like that, you know, that they that they're not uh, knowledgeable, that they're not, you know, uh, you know, just in the game and in the mindset as me and my team are. You know what I mean? My title agent, I call Janine nine o'clock at night if it's an emergency, you know, and I don't do that, but I'm kind of making a. You know, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah. me and you definitely sometimes we're working on deals that late at night because that really yeah. isn't that late at night when you're. It's when really it's a big not. Deal. Like, no. I mean, if everybody else is awake, that's all I need. I just need people to be awake to answer. You know, that's that's uh, you know uh, that's what uh, separates the professionals from the amateurs. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is yeah. we're running. This is a business, you know. And of course, we're you know we we play different roles in this business, but we're in the same business. And right. I know I have. Trying to get to the buzzing table, all of us. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who comes to me looking to get their license, they're asking you know what should and it's always when I the ones that I catch like at the grocery store or somewhere and like I literally have a couple minutes and they want to know they want advice. Like I have a, a few you know, top ones. So I can tell them real quick and say, Hey, give them my card and call me, you know, if you want any help or anything. And uh, one of the main ones is, is just remember, this is a business. Okay. You're, yeah. you're not, this isn't a job. You know, right. if you're getting into this for real, yeah, it's very lucrative. It's very fun. You can make a lot of money and you can do, you can, you can build a successful business, but it is a business and most small businesses fail in the first two years. And this is no different. Right. right. Which is a problem. <laughs> Most of the people yeah. we work with are only in here for two years or less, you yeah. know, due to the business. Don't yeah. know what they're doing. Don't care. What do you think this hurricane is going to do? Hey, this is correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it mm-hmm. last year, right around this time that uh, we a hurricane was was here? And yeah. wasn't it Irma? Yeah, you know what they say? They say um, I thought it was Ian or Ian. Yeah, I think it's um, Ian or Irma or something like that. One of those. Well, they say that I was reading an article online that the eyes, the hurricanes that have the eye names are typically the worst ones because it's further into the season. You can oh. tell because it goes by the alphabet. So it's yeah. further into the season. And those are the like stronger ones. So like the l- last week when I first noticed that we were going to get hit, um, I bought water last week, even though it said like, oh, we don't know what it is going to be yet. It wasn't even a tropical storm yet. And I was like, okay, like we all like, don't be dumb. You were the one who mentioned it to me. We were on a phone call like Thursday or Friday and you, and I had no idea because I'm working like I've got blinders on. Nobody knew. I was telling everybody and they're like, I hadn't even heard of anything. I'm like, well, I, I, during hurricane season, I'm Googling like that. And I'm looking at my radar constantly. Um, I don't know why. I think honestly, if, if you want to know the honest truth, it's because I know we don't have to go into the office on the days that hurricane <laughs> hit. So sometimes I'm like, let's see when there's a hurricane coming up. Um, cool. But also because like, it does matter in my, our closings and stuff. Like we need to know what's coming. Um but yeah, I saw it and I saw that it was no matter what going to come towards us. It was just a matter of strength. Um, at the time it was called like a tropical 
not depression. depression. It was called something else called tropical disturbance or something weird like that. And then it turned into a tropical depression. And I was like, I already see what's happening here, especially if you've been keeping up with anything that has to do with like water temperatures and stuff. It was a given that this was going to get stronger. And even when they're like, yeah, it'll probably get to a one, you can automatically assume it's probably going to get higher than whatever they're saying. Three, yeah. Um, yeah. And here we are. We It was a tropical depression. I told I was talking to my dad about it two or three days ago. And he's like, it's not going to be any. Then I was like, Yes, it is. And then the next day it was a, it was a category one. He's like, category ones aren't aren't anything. It's a little bit. Of, it'll be a little windy, whatever. And I'm like, we're not done yet. <laughs> and then lo and behold, we woke up this morning. It's a category three. And I'm like, and there we go. And that's just what we know right now. God even knows tomorrow morning when we wake up. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like any other um, with anything else with the weather, right? They typically right. Can tell you what it's doing right now. Right. Everything but else even, is, is, Ian, is a forecast. It's like guessing. Yeah. You know? I mean, look at Ian last year. It was supposed to go one direction literally the day, like night before it like veered and hit Fort Myers. Like it wasn't supposed to, and it was supposed to go right over top of us. And it veered just enough to kind of clip us and just demolish Fort Myers. So, yeah. um, you know, you never know. And, and we're kind of in that spot Man. right now where it's just supposed to we're on the outside of the cone we're still going to get the effects but we're we're not inside but like we still have probably over 24 hours now 24 to 48 hours that could go any it's been getting closer more confirmed closer to us this whole time like i don't understand people who look at stuff like that and don't think it's probably gonna keep going and like we have no idea what we're talking about <laughs> Yeah, well, even this morning, it was, uh, you know, uh, a hurricane watch. Right. And now I got it uh, right before I got here to the office. Uh, I got That's a dang right. hurricane warning, you know. Yeah, so I've got I've gotten three of those obnoxious ones on my phone that yeah. freak out. And it was funny. It was funny and not funny. I was driving at the time that one of them came in. I was on um, like you like 618, one of the roads. And um it came through and I was like, oh, and I looked up and everybody's like breaking. And I'm like, I know every single one of us just got that alert and it like shocked everyone. Everyone started breaking. I was like, and that is why that is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I find fascinating is in the past three weeks, I don't know if I don't remember anything like this happening. And I, for the past over two decades have been up until the past few years, really, um, but I still do uh, pay attention to the entire country's weather. And literally, we had a, a very rare hurricane go up into Southern California. Last week, we had a hurricane yeah, I did into hear about Texas, yeah. and now we have one to us. Well, and, and then there was Frank, who was like just to the side of us. Uh, he's still out there, isn't he? I think he is. Yeah. 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 So, you know, anyone who says, you know, the planet. That's time of year. True. And I, and I knew it actually, I knew at the beginning of August, like the end of July, just because I've been we here my entire life. Yeah. Like, just, listen, is... when we, when, when it's this hot and we haven't had rain and man, oh, it's a recipe because that Gulf is hot. Yep. It's that's just like and that's fuel. why it's strengthened. It's expected to strengthen so much before it gets to us. It's specifically because of that. And it's like, you know, I don't I, understand why we didn't know that sooner. 
I got to tell, I told uh, yesterday, um, I, I sent him an email, honestly, knowing I was probably going to reschedule because I was paying attention at that point. Um, but I have a property that I'm listing up in uh, Lake County. It's literally right in the yeah. big end of Florida. Yeah. And I was going to go up there Tuesday, probably even stay in a little hotel and then exactly. Wednesday, spend a day at the property, you know, with the drone and and, and take it because it's a big property. Yeah. Nope, not now. Georgia's starting to shut oh, down too. Like everybody. Yeah, this thing's going to go right it. across. Yeah. Yeah. Open so, to North Carolina, you know. Yeah. Um, it could be one of those. I, I'm sure you remember the ones where it's very similar, where it goes, it weakens as it goes across land and then goes back out into the water and then does an yeah. S and then comes it right charges. back in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That wouldn't shock me, you know. Um, But that's why I have like all of these uh, processors and underwriters. I've been talking to them today and they're all like all of my files. I feel bad for them um, because I'm dealing with one or two files that are stressing me out. Whereas they have everybody's files. Then all of them, they're like, okay, insurance, like reinspections, whatever, make sure it all gets done. And you're expecting everyone to shut down you know, title companies, insurance companies, mortgage companies, realtors going like nobody Banks. I mean, we're going to work to an extent tomorrow and the next day. But a lot of people aren't. I mean, a lot of companies are closing. We can do as much as we can. And then, you know, if we lose power, then there you go. Like, and, see you Thursday. Plus, add on top of that, they shut down the schools. Now everyone has to take care yep. of the kids. I mean, exactly. you know, it, 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 you kind of said it, like not going into the office. Like, I'll be honest, like at this time, I kind of enjoy the ride because I know it isn't me that doesn't want to work. But right. I'm, if I'm the only one working, you know, that, right. you know, what does that do? If everything right. shuts down, you know. Sometimes you just need, and that's why I look, you know, sometimes it's like, well, it's a nice little break. I mean, it's inconvenient, but at this point we're professionals enough to like get through it and get yeah. our stuff done ahead of time and after re like reassemble after. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now with this particular situation that you're, you're working on, it sounds like, you know, and you know, let me backtrack while you were talking about, you know, uh, what this 25 year old uh, man has been going through, um, you know, on top of all that, having to redo all those things, all that cost him money too. the poor guy, you know, another appraisal, another inspection, all the termites, all that stuff, nickel and dime him. So I feel, really bad I feel him. for him, you know, the seller is pitching in a That's little, cool. um, well, they would have pitched in more, but the judge won't let them. Well, what I was going to say is um, it sounds like with this one, you know, you really just for many reasons, uh, I'm sure more than uh, we even just touched on, but you want to close this because of just let's get this done. But I would think, correct me if I'm wrong, like in a situation like this, wouldn't you just say, you know what? Hey, let's just go ahead and reschedule it till Friday. If it was a normal one, probably you would have done that today. We probably everyone probably would have been more comfortable with that. I would at have this been. rate, seller, buyer, all agents. I would have us, been. That everybody's already. just like, yeah, close this, <laughs> like, please. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so, I figured. That's why I, I asked you. Yeah, that's why I asked you where the closing was at. You yeah, know? I think uh, if it's in Tampa, if it's in the city of Tampa, you know, well, is is he in the Air Force? 
He's in the Navy. Oh, he's in the Navy. I believe. Really? I'd have to look again. Is he getting out or is he staying in? He's he still a, in. He has a family, obviously, right? Little family, 25-year-old, got a wife. No? I'm completely single. I wonder what he's doing buying a house here. There's no naval naval port here. You know? <laughs> I don't know, but it's each their own. I yeah. could be wrong. It could be Air Force or something. I'd have to look back at it. The reason I said Air Force, I was going to ask you if he was closer to South Tampa, you know, close to McDill. That's why I was wondering. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, not too many Navy guys that are active that I know. I of. could be wrong. It might be Air Force. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't, like I said, this has been a long one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, uh, you know. And I will say um, that other one we had spoken about, Lily, uh, she is under contract. Oh, yeah, good. Hey, let me ask you about that since you brought that up. Mm -hmm. So um, why don't you touch on why, what's, explain why seller credits, okay, getting a seller credit is different than lowering the purchase price. Uh, so when it, when it pertains to a buyer qualifying, you know what I mean? Uh, and I, it, it, the reason I bring it up is because you just mentioned that. Yeah. That so on. in this specific scenario, it's, it's different. So, um, we have compliance, like government compliance is that are put in place, um, so that the buyer doesn't get taken advantage of. So we are only allowed to charge 3% of the purchase price in fees. Um, and that's including underwriting, processing, appraisal fees, credit report fees, any fees we have, um, even the ones that are like, they're, they, we can't get rid of them. Um, unfortunately, which I don't understand why and I never will, um, rate buy down fees are included in that. Um, even if they're voluntary, even if the client wants to pay it down as much as they possibly can up front, you can't because they go into the fees that we're allowed to charge and we can only go up to uh, 3%. So with investment property rates right now, um, I mean, it, if you look at any rates, primary investment, anything, you know, they're increasing. Um, investment in second homes, they're at a point where the rate that is being offered, the, the highest rate um, being offered is coming with a fee. Like there is no option not to have a fee at this point because that's just how the market is right now. Mm -hmm. um, in her case, or in most cases, um, with people buying investment properties, it's costing at least 3% or more. So we can't, the, and that's a fee that we can't get rid of. Like you, you have to pay that. You have to get that rate. Now, if we went and did a non-qualified mortgage, um, there might be something to do there, but then you're risking having to put more money down and um, things like that, having a higher rate. Um, but like I said, because we can't charge over that 3%, if that rate is costing 3%, well, there's no more room for any other fees, which isn't possible. We have to get an underwriting and processing fee. We have to charge you for the appraisal. We have to, you know, things like that. Um, so the only way to offset those costs is with a seller credit. Because when you get a seller credit, that decreases those fees. They're essentially paying those fees for you. And it opens up the percentage so that you can, you know, put more towards that. Um, so that's why she had to pay 
uh, or she had to get a seller credit is because the interest rate she was being offered was over 3% in cost. It did not ma- uh, meet government compliance. We would She would not have been able to close. Did they ultimately um, go with that? I know yes, you were working on that Friday. When yeah, that one was cool. obvious when I... Ugh, don't even get me started on I won't, that. No, one. no, don't get into it. I won't. Yeah. But it, 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 that was a big, uh, yeah, we had a it long a, talk on Friday, but yeah, I'm happy. Was, Let's put but, it that way. I'm happy it worked out for, yeah. for everyone. You know, There was no reason for it not to work out. Right, um, so right. Another scenario, which is not the scenario she would it, was in, to get a seller credit is maybe they just don't have assets. And if they're not qualifying, let's say you want to buy a house for, you know, you're pre-approved for $320,000. You find your dream home at 330000 350000 whatever it may be. Um, but we just do not have the capacity to pay things off. We don't have assets to buy the rate down. We don't have, you know, this, that, or the other. Um, you just have no more, nothing for me to play with to make this work. Mm-hmm. Um, the seller can come in and give money um, to buy down that rate and, and or put more towards your down payment or put pay off some of your credit cards, things like that, um, just to open up that purchase power um, in a way that you weren't able to do on your own. Yeah, we did one of those uh, for uh, a couple people that we work with like yeah. over a year ago now. And, yeah. um, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, if you know this stuff, um, at the very least, and now I'm coming from the, you know, the agent side, the realtor side, as a realtor, you know, work with your loan officer, you know, yeah. go over this stuff, even yeah. if you don't know. Yeah. Well, here's the thing none of us know it until we know it. You got to learn it. So I tell everyone, especially, you know, hey, you got to find someone to work with because financing is the lifeblood of real estate. It's what makes it work. It's such a massive puzzle. If you don't have a good lender who's willing to put in the work, they're Mm. just going to pre-approve you for whatever shows up. You know, they'll put in the bare minimum. Here's their income. Here's their assets you know, here's a, a taxes and insurance, and this is what they're approved for dead stop. But if you have a good lender who's willing to do the work, they'll say, well, if we paid this off, that would be good. But you know what, this money could actually be more beneficial here. Like you've seen me do it. I'll tell sure. people all the time, you know, do you really want to put $100,000 towards your down payment when you could just put 20% down, take the rest of the money, throw it towards your rate, it'll drop it significantly more. Like I will go through things or i mean even talking about paying off credit cards some of those credit cards have r- interest rates that are absurd you know that compared to your house interest rate which yeah. might be 8% let's just go worst case scenario right now yeah. 8% your credit card is 13 22% yeah <laughs> and how about instead of putting you know an extra 30,000 towards your house let's pay off that credit card wrap it into something and that way you you're saving yeah. yourself then you got one payment. You can start off fresh. You're in a yeah. house and then you can go ruin your credit again. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. most people do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I've got my house. So I don't need credit anymore. You know, but all that stuff. And here's the thing, you know, call me crazy. But when I find it fun 
doing that stuff. I like it. I you have know, when, when, when I come to you with a new, you know, new buyer and um, it's a challenge. Okay. How are we going to make this work? How are we going to make this work? You know, Pay and, this off, get this credit and do you know, this and then we can make it work. <laughs> that's right. You know, and then just uh, being a team, you know, yeah. uh, because again, uh, you know, I do say this quite often as well. I say a lot of the same things over and over again, because I, that's so true. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's, you know, I don't want to forget things. So if I say yeah. things over and over, it just comes out all the time. But uh, I tell people, honestly, first off, I'm the, to the truth quick. If I know the answer, I'll tell you, if I don't, I'll tell you that too, but I guarantee you, I will find the answer for you. I know someone who knows the answer, or I'm about to make a new connection with somebody who knows the answer right. and they're going in my Rolodex, right? right. But um, the secret to my success to date, and it will always be like this, I know, is surrounding myself with people that are experts in their fields and are smarter than me. That's yep. it. You know what I mean? Where I like to, I'm a nerd, so I like to know yeah. uh, what's going on. I like that so I can... You're not have those like, conversations only advise them on it <laughs> yeah I, I love this is the this is the the part i love of the conversation where uh, i'm answering their questions about the financing and then they start getting deep into it and i says well listen i don't want to steal anna's thunder all right mm -hmm. that's her wheelhouse so what you need to do and that's that does two things one it's true i want yeah. you to be talking to them and two it gets them talking to you you know right. what i mean because yeah. until they're talking, I don't know how people uh, will be, you know, running buyers around and they haven't even asked them if they've spoken to a lender yet or they haven't spoken to a lender yet. That it's was a conversation we had this morning. We were doing Ignite. Um, it's a class for new agents and uh, they were learning stuff. And one of the things about, you know, getting a new buyer is we tell them, make sure they're pre-approved. What is a pre-approval versus a pre-qualification letter? Why does it matter? Yeah. Um, and, and I always warn them, like, I know you're eager to get into the business. I know you, you want to start showing so you can get your first whatever um, contract. Yeah. But if, if you don't know that these people are pre-approved, you could be shooting yourself in the foot. You could be showing them things that are way too expensive for them and they'll never like anything cheaper again. Yeah. You could be, you know, showing them and they're not even remotely qualified. You just wasted days of your time. Like, it doesn't make sense. It, it's a, yeah. Time is, uh, at least as far as I'm concerned, our most precious asset. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and lead at that time. Yeah. If you don't pre qualify who you're working with, you know, it's very simple. And this is for you, for you too. This is so uh, ready, willing, and able, right? They have mm -hmm. to have, they have to be all three. You know, yep. they can be ready, they could be willing, but they're not able yet. We can get them able. You know, yeah. you can me and you, you can help them get ready. And then six the months show. from now, you know, <laughs> we do it. They could be willing and able, but they're just not ready. I deal with those all the time. You got to learn them quick, you know, yeah. um, but you got to have all three. They got to be ready, willing and able. So yep. that's a trap for. Um, and since, you know, my last brokerage, you know, we had a school there and and a lot of uh, new agents were, were around, um, you know, I understand the trap is this. When they're running buyers around, they feel like they're working. They feel like right. they're doing real estate, right. you know? You're but, not. 
but that's just wasting time at the end right. of the day. Now, maybe the first few weeks while you're setting up your systems, you're getting stuff down, at least you, you got one buyer, you're happy to have a customer. Hey, go ahead. But practice on those new ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Practice, you know, make sure that they, uh, I've spoken to a lender, you know. Right. And honestly, personally, I hate pre-qualifications. I hate that people want them so bad. I hate that other lenders are so ready to push them and so that to get the business, hmm. I think they're garbage. I don't understand the point. I don't know why they're an option because you're essentially approving someone based off their word. Hmm. They could tell yeah. you whatever they want. Like, give me no. the documents. Let me see what you're telling me is true. Let me run your credit and see, like, I mean, any you, re you remember that one I brought to you uh, probably eight or nine, it was sometime last year where it's exactly what it was. It was like a computerized internet pre-qualification yeah. type. It said, it was weird, remember? I but remember. I, I actually I came to you and I says, Anna, look at the fine print at the bottom. And, and what oh, we determined okay. was, is it was the same thing. It's someone entering some information and then it spits out a letter, but it's AI. like, it didn't actually look at their stuff. Right. It still said at the bottom, we still have right. to look at the, all of their, Credit. Well, you know the problem with that, not only are some people liars, some people are unintentionally giving the wrong information because they don't know what they make. All the time. Some people, honestly, like you could do something as stupid as write an extra zero on your income without meaning, like your finger just pressed one too many times and you sent that in and they pre-proved you for something ridiculous. I mean, it's human error is easy and they just spit out a pre-qualification letter. And that's why it, you're looking at houses you don't qualify for. Mm -hmm. And then you are, or you're looking at houses and you don't qualify for anything. The worst thing I've ever had to do, and this is different because they did it to themselves, is tell someone that they don't qualify for a home, for any home. And, um, you know, in that case, they qualified and then they went and co-signed on something and which... I had already told them not to, but they clearly did not believe me. Um, yeah. And then I come to find out later, you know, time had passed. We had to repull their credit um, for them to continue. And I repull and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what is this other giant house that is now on? Or no, it was a car. What is this mm. brand new $600 a month payment that you have just mm. picked up? And it's like, oh, yeah, I co-signed on my daughter's car. Well, <laughs> there's nothing I can do there. And, you know, people think, oh, well, they're making the payments. Well, I need 12 months to prove that they are making the payments um, to take that off of you. So there's um, unless there's a way for you to get off of that, there's nothing I can do. And it's the worst feeling to tell someone yeah. you can't buy anything. Yeah. You, I understand that you want to. I understand that you feel like you have no other choice. You don't you can't buy anything. You know, it, it, it really, you know, I correct people sometimes, you know, because they, you know, that whole, what's that saying? Buyers are liars, right? And I says, yeah. not, not most of the time, no. Said, buyers just don't know. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things they don't know. You know, a lot of times we, we're blessed because we're in the business. We're, you know, we know a lot of these things, right? But the average person out there with all the, the mixed 
uh, information yeah. that's out there and they're just working their jobs and take care of their kids and their families. And a lot of times they don't know. So I, I understand fully what you mean. It's heartbreaking when you got to tell somebody something like that. Yeah. What's even worse is if you got to tell if, if someone, if they did something you told them not to do six months you know prior, <laughs> you know, and, and what happens there, a lot of times they're not, uh, I, they're not necessarily uh, not listening to you. It's just, they don't remember. Cause yeah. you know what I mean? you, you, that, I've had it every way. They don't remember. They don't believe you. They I you try to go now. <laughs> even when I go over. So when I first meet somebody and I'm asking them, you know, you, you know, what their situation is, what they're trying to do, you know, I'm trying to see how I can help them. And then I start discussing the process from if we're selling their house, whatever, how this is going to do trying to keep it as minimal as possible. And I will tell them over and over, I says, listen, there's so much involved in these deals that uh, it would be doing both of us an injustice to try to go over everything because right. you won't, you won't remember yeah. anyway. So we'll yeah. cross bridges as we get there. And there's so many different situations that can happen, but we don't know what's going to happen. So we, we, you know, I'll, I'll help you through it as we get there. So, but even just the, the, you know, the two hours I spend with them, the very first meeting, even that I know when I leave that, you know, that we went over so much that they won't remember um, a lot of it. Right. Right. And that's something that we constantly have to deal with. We need to help them, you know? Yeah. And I tell people that when they want to apply too, because people will call before giving you any information, before letting you pull their credit, because everybody's nervous about having their credit run. And they want all the answers of what they qualify for before any of that happens. And I tell you, listen, I can tell you every program under the sun, but that doesn't matter because you're going to qualify for like 25% of these. So why I'm not going to overwhelm you with all of this information that does not apply for to you. It's better if you fill out the application and let me specifically tell you what you qualify for and then help you make an educated decision. Because if I'm telling you, about, you know, all these conventional loans and you only apply for FHA. Well, that was a waste of time. And now your brain's full. Like, so I I don't like that either when I understand why people are scared to have their credit run, but there's only so much I can tell you. Um, and it's almost nothing without having an application, without having your credit pulled. Yeah. Um, That's I why I, I already have that sold to them when I send them to you, when I send mm-hmm. you my people. Like that's the number one. I says, we can't get started until we know, you know what I mean? Knowledge is power in this game. We have to know what we can and cannot do. And there are some people where, you know, they upfront say, you know, we're not buying for five months or something crazy like that. And they're just getting a head start. There are two ways I kind of approach it. One, if they just are really against having their credit pulled and I know it's five months out, I'll let them fill out the application without having their credit run and have them manually enter in all their debts. And I'll be very transparent. If this is all accurate, this is what you will qualify for. Um, But, and I'll also remind them if there is something on your credit report that we both don't know about, all of this is going to change. So I recommend, you know, letting me pull it sooner than later. Um, And I do recommend the other option would be, I, and I believe this is the best option would be to have us pull your credit, fill out the application, because if there's, if we need to get your credit up, if we need to pay something off, 
doing it ahead of time, I know it's scary, but doing it ahead of time is better and knowing ahead of time is better yeah. than like, you know, okay, we've been waiting now 30 days out. Oh, well, actually you have to pay this off. <laughs> we we play so many roles in this business and it's, I, I, I always love hearing it from, from your point of view because uh, it's, I mean, the, you know, what you're doing is, is a different portion than what I'm doing, but we still, we play multiple roles. And one of those roles, a lot of times is we've got to like really be stern sometimes and help people. Hey, you got to get off the pot, you know, (laughs) you got to take action, right? You know, you've got to do these things, right? And I feel exactly the same when I work. And I've had friends, I mean, you know me, I'll answer the phone any given day of the week. Like if I'm out, even if I'm on vacation, like I'll answer the phone. And you knew when I was in Chicago, I was still working whether I was supposed to be or not. <laughs> um, and and I had friends who list, like heard some of those conversations, nothing about private information, just, you know, telling them what they needed to do. Um, and they were shocked when I hung up. They're like, wow, you just like told them what's up. And I'm like, I have to, I, and the words bad guy, because that's what everyone knows, but we're not the bad guys, but it's like, I have to be the bad guy. Like, I will tell you, I will be that person because I'm going to give it to you straightforward. I'm not playing around. I'm not trying to coddle you. I care about you. I care about you getting into your house very much. I will happily let you like talk to you about your life and, and, and let you, you know, have social talk and stuff. I'm fine with that. We can become friendly, but at the end of the day, when something needs to be done, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to be straightforward about it because I'm not wasting your time. I'm not wasting my time. Um, and we need to get it done. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's so true. You it's know, balancing you know act. I'm, I'm about you and you're going to meet her because uh, we're going to be working with her uh, when we help her buy her next place, but we got to do this, you know, do the sale first or at least get it started you know that situation but oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. i told uh, you know at her, at she i invited her over to my house because i would known her for a long 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 time and uh and she i had to keep bringing her back to business and i but one of the first things i told her i says all right listen you know me like in one in 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 one way but you're about to experience me yeah as your realtor in my business right Right. so you're about to learn what my customers see you're about to experience that and i mean you know you've heard me talk socially and business sometimes it's just straight to the point like no social visits (laughs) like this is what i need (laughs) let me ask you because um actually i was this is my barber Uh, i got a haircut today and uh he's a good friend um we're going to help him uh in the future too but he uh you know, I was talking about land, uh, you know, we had a oh, long yeah. conversation. And then when I left, he shot me a couple of texts and he was like, you know, hey, man, you know, I want to buy some land, uh, you know, something for my kids and in the future. I says, yeah, absolutely, man. We'll, we'll, we'll have lunch one day. And then he shot me a message right before I called you. I think I called you real quick. And he says, hey, man, can uh, can I buy land with a HELOC loan? And uh, so I wanted to ask you, uh, well, just explain, you know, a HELOC loan and, you know, how you're, how you're using your home as collateral and how that works. Can you kind of touch on that? Yeah. Honestly, my favorite way to describe uh, um, a HELOC, which is a home equity line of credit, um, is it's like a credit card against your house. 
because once you open it, it can it stays open. You can pull money out, pay it off, pull money out, pay it off as much as you want. Um, to an extent, there are like margins. Um, but um, yeah, to I mean, you're ultimately you're pulling money out of the, the equity of your home. You can only pull out a certain amount. It depends on which program you're going with. So that's going to be per person. Um, there are some that'll let you go to hundred percent. There's some that'll only let you go to 80 or 90. It just really depends on, on their specific um, approvals. Um, but you're, you're, you're getting approved to show that you have a certain amount of equity that you're trustworthy with, you know, paying loans back. Um, and then we'll put, we'll get appraisals done and show how much you can pull out. Um, and then you, it has its own lien. It has its own interest rate um, that you pay off as quickly as you want. Um, I mean, you're, you're still making monthly payments on it, um, but you, there's no penalty in paying it off up front. Um, and once it's paid off, you know, you can leave that open with a zero balance as long as you want. Um, there's really no reason to close it at that point. Um, but yeah, once you pull that money out, it's, it's your money. You can do with it what you want. It's essentially cash in hand. We, we finish the HELOC and we give you a check and you do what you will with it. Now, something to consider would be, you know, your, that is another monthly payment. That's another debt against you. So you would still, if you want to buy that land with that money, I mean, that's, that's fine because that's cash. But if you're trying to open another loan after, if you're trying to put a down payment, get, you know, pull the money out to put a down payment on another house you're purchasing. Right. We'll Which people sure do. Still, yeah. We yeah. make sure you still qualify because that's not just, oh, here's my money from this house. That's still a monthly obligation. Explain some of the risks of doing that, of a HELOC loan. What can happen? Because I think it's important to let people know what can happen if you can't pay it. What, you know, what are some? <laughs> well, the goal would be like, you're not getting approved unless you can. I mean, if you lost your job and suddenly couldn't pay it, that's a lien against your house. Right. Um, so, you know, you do risk, um, you know, potential foreclosures, things like that. Um, that's a risk. I mean, like I said, there you're not getting approved just for whatever amount of money you have to be pre-approved yeah. um, to get it. So, you know, hopefully you wouldn't lose your job and, and not be able to pay it back. But, um, you know, I guess it's, I guess what I'm getting at, it's one of those, I want people to be smart with their money. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I, it, it, because, well, obvious reasons why, but Money is one of those things they just don't teach kids. They didn't when I was in yeah. school and they still don't. They don't teach kids right. about well, it's money. It's like racking up a credit card. You know, you right. still have to pay it back. You know, it's hurting. If you're not paying it back, you're hurting your credit. Right. Uh, again, it's. But I, if that's someone gets. Comparing it to a credit card. If it's someone a gets a HELOC card. loan to, to buy a pool and a new car mm. and a bunch of toys. That's all new debt. Well, buying in cash. So, and that's actually one of the reasons some people do get home equity lines of credit if they want to buy things um, like that, and they know, like, hey, the home equity line of credit—that's a ten percent interest rate, whereas this car would be, you know, something else much higher. Um, or, you know, if I, you know, don't have a plan to get the pool otherwise, but that would be a way to do it. Yeah, I guess I have 10 credit cards. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I get it. You know, everyone's at a different stage in life. You know what you're looking to do. Me personally, uh, I'm using debt to invest. You know what I mean? So if I was to do something like that, you know, again, I want to use money to make money. You know, I want my money to to have babies. Similar (laughs) to your guy you get haircut from. He wants to buy land. Exactly. And and I know where he's going with it. It isn't, you know, he didn't just pop this idea. It's the last, you know, a handful of times I've been in this chair, you know, because I talk about we talk about our lives. We're friends. But he has been I've been explaining to him, you know, how lucrative, you know, the business of uh, land is right now. And 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 the investors I'm working for and the deals I'm doing. And and of course, everything I do is, uh, you know, learning. It's 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 school for me. You know what I mean? And so uh, I this has been such a fascinating couple months now that I already see land being where I put a a significant amount of my money into for investing. At the end of the day, it's real estate, it's land. It's, you know, if you ask me, real estate's the greatest investment, you know, that there is ever. Right. They're not making any more land, you know. Um, but it's unique. Uh, I like Florida. It's very unique because um, I've learned quite a bit compared to a year ago, the land deals I was doing last year. Now I'm doing so many and I'm doing due diligence on this, on, this <laughs> on these properties. Yeah. Like learning just, the, you know, the, the wetlands and the type of trees and like all of these things that me, you know, me, like I want even so I'm selling a piece of property, right? But whether I'm representing the buyer or not, preferably I'd like to, but if I'm not, I still want to make sure that they fully understand and are fully aware what they can and cannot do with this property. Because I already have anecdotally uh, have, have heard and seen, um, and it happens all the time, probably daily, where people are buying uh, land thinking they can do one thing with it and they find out they can't because yeah and they don't know what it's zoned for and things like that yeah man yeah Yeah. for real they think oh i I can just cut down all these trees and just and and build and they could be it could be 100 protected land and you ain't touching it why because go go for tortoises are on it you know what i mean because there's turtles on it you know and nobody said anything right Maybe. Why would they? I mean, it's the same. And I feel the same way about, I mean, even just picking a loan program, I feel the exact same way. Some people are adamant that they want one thing. And I am trying to show, I had one guy actually, who's, he's under contract now. I did not, he made no sense. He was so adamant about wanting one specific program, one specific program. And I knew he had already told me the whole backstory of what he wanted and why. And I knew that this other program made more sense for what he wanted and, and would benefit, like uh, ultimately save him a lot more money and not program, but it's actually, he wanted a fixed lock. And, and I was trying to explain to him what um, an adjustable rate mortgage and arm is. Um, I knew he was planning on paying things off early. Um, there was no prepayment penalty and the arm rate was a full percent lower. And I was like, I don't understand why you're not going with this. It's a percent lower. Both pro- both situations, you'd be paying them off at the same time. There's no prepayment penalty. You would just be paying a percent less on interest um, and your monthly payment would be lower. And he was 
I mean, I was saying all these words and he just wasn't hearing me. He didn't want to hear me because he was so adamant that this was the program he wanted. This is the one he was familiar with. And this is the one he had Googled. And so he knew better. And I was like, I'm not trying to trick you. Like I am truly looking out for what I am here to make sure you are spending the least amount of money and that you are the most qualified. And I know people don't believe that because they think banks are out to make money, but I don't get anything for you having a higher or lower interest rate. I get nothing um, other than the satisfaction of saving you money, which is really the only thing that I'm aiming for. Um, So uh, there's no reason for me to be tricking you. Um, and, And people don't understand that. Luckily in his case, I worked up about 12 different estimates. I think you remember I talked to you on the phone that day. Um, and I was like, yeah, I just did 12 estimates. So I got um, tired. Um, I worked up 12 different es- estimates at three different years um, with both conventional and arm rates, um, even though he didn't want the arm rates. And after he finally reviewed them, he saw what I was saying on paper and he was like, oh, anyone with the arm. Great. So it's That's good. It's, I am looking out for everyone's best interest the same way you are with the land. Um, you know, doing I, our due when I sell you to people, you you know, um, and I, I try to distance you mm-hmm. from the, the, <laughs> the vision of a banker, a bank. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I That's literally almost how I describe you. One of the ways to describe it is, listen, when you're talking to Anna, it's not like talking to a bank. Yeah. Okay, so you're still talking to the lender, but she she cares about you. She's going to be talking to you like a person, and she's going to be working with you, right? right. She's going to be helping you. You're not right. just a number with her, right? No. And that's how we are. And that's and just like that guy and a lot of people, there's a stigma, you know, and rightfully yeah. so. No, you know and I 100. I agree, and I get it, and I yeah. honestly feel the same way when I'm trying yeah. to get a car. I don't trust the car salesman. Yeah, um, well, that, that one's probably fail, fair, though. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, I I've learned to start telling people like, I'm here for you. I'm your advocate in this situation. I'm not here to try and you know upsell you and and get you more. I'm I'm advocating for you. Um, just like your realtor is trying to help you get the best deal on a house. I'm trying to get you the best deal on a loan and put you in the best situation. I'm your advocate. Um, I'm speaking for you because I know the terminology. I know the terms, uh, the, the loan terms, and, um, I have the knowledge that you need. So I'm here to speak it for you. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Right there. You know, Hey, um, one more thing, uh, before we both go, I know we have a lot to do. Uh, you had mentioned, and I wanted you to elaborate on, because I'm going to have a guy, not my barber, but uh, here soon um, with all the deals that I'm doing with land, you had mentioned a program specifically about land. I was driving, so I couldn't jot a note. I don't remember what it was. I just remember mentally, I wanted to ask you about it. Yeah, I don't have the terms on hand right now, um, okay. but we do have a land program. So okay. it, it's essentially just, you know, helping them purchase land. Um, it's it's similar, you know, you you have a down payment and it's, it's, it's a loan for land. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a new con- a one-time close. I think this is the one we talked about, the one-time close uh, new construction, um, where you're essentially closing the loan on the land and using you're qualifying yourself to also pay for the construction. Yeah. Um, 
and it's all just one giant loan and we close. And then right when we close, they start the construction and we pay them to do the construction. So huh. interesting. Yeah. There are different ways to go about that. Well, uh, financing, uh, we could talk every day, all day and never. Yeah, talk we I love a it. Lot. <laughs> and it, it truly is. I tell people all the time. That's why it's where we start. We, you know, we touched on it several times today. Uh, financing is the lifeblood of real estate. It's what, you know, you can't do anything without it. You know, cash deals are different. You know, we're talking about anyone who's looking to get a loan to buy a house for whatever reason. Um, you got to know. Well, you don't have to know as a customer, as a consumer, right. but you have to know that it's important to have someone that knows yeah, that you can what's trust. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk about those uh, that land financing another time. Um, because uh, I, uh, and and I'll tell you that way you have have that uh, in front of you because we're yeah. going to be doing some of those. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, hey, I have to ask this before we go um, because I'm curious. Uh, oh no! <laughs> now I'm scared. The, the, the reason I almost listen. I know um, because I sent you. Uh, we were talking on Friday, and I sent you. We talked about a little video that I had posted, so I sent it to you. I think on Saturday, yeah. and I didn't hear anything back. Which normally, no, you know, I don't think anything of it. But uh, the last thing we were talking about was you were going on a date Friday night and I was kind of oh. giving you a little bit of shit about it like to be safe and get home and then so when you didn't reply on Saturday night I was like man oh, she she's all right that's why this morning <laughs> I says I was checking to see if you were alive how'd your date go <laughs> um it was it was good it was fine I mean um you know nice guy um you said you went to high school with this guy yeah yeah he he I, I mean yeah, <laughs> I've already <laughs> knew him, so it, it did change the um, atmosphere of it. You know, there wasn't all those nerves like usual. Um, I already know the guy, and he's still just as nice as ever. Um, That's cool. And the date was really more to figure out if there was anything further than that. Like, you know, like I already knew I liked him as a person. I already knew huh. he was nice and everything. It was just like, oh, maybe let's see if there's something else there. Did you know uh, him? Did you like go to high school with him? And then now you're reconnecting with him and you hadn't talked to him in, in like many, many years. Okay. Yeah. That never goes well for me. Really? It never does. No, because I am such a different person. Yeah. Uh, evolved so much. Actually. <laughs> that like uh, even 10 years ago from now, from now, I if I met a girlfriend from 10 years ago, I would never want to go out with her. Oh my <laughs> god, no. <laughs> I was in high school. I mean, I was this similar. I was still friendly. Um, you know, honestly, for me, high school, I didn't want to be there. Like, <laughs> I was always me, me the person either. who I found out later, too, that people, I don't do drugs. And people thought I was high all the time because I was so chill. Um, and I was just like, it's because I'm there to like go to class and go home. Like I'm not there to, and I still had friends and I played basketball and I was still fun and social. Um, but I wasn't one of those people whose life revolved around high school. Like I didn't want to be there. I was ready to go and be on my own and do my own thing. Um, and be in a much more like, like not restrictive <laughs> place. Um, when I left, it literally did, did since hasn't existed. 
I, yeah. I had no desire to go back to some reunion. No desire. Like I literally was so happy to get out of there. Yeah. You know, I was like, I think three weeks later, I was in the Navy. I was in basic training. Oh. <laughs> I didn't just want to get out of high school. I wanted to get out of Florida. I wanted to get away. Yeah. From, I wanted to get as far away as possible. <laughs> well, what's so, funny is I, um, I actually, after I graduated college, I went back and I was working there for about a year. Um, I was a permanent sub. So I, I was in classrooms for like extended periods of time. Um, and I actually taught his younger siblings for a while. Um, so we, we had that connection. I didn't talk to him at the time, but I did teach his siblings and, um, that was funny. Um, <laughs> so when we caught up, we talked about that a little and he, again, super nice guy, super, you know, friendly and there was nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah. there was really nothing there um honestly i should have known going into it because i wasn't super excited like i was fine i was happy with it he's a nice guy i wasn't nervous like yeah. but i wasn't like excited to see a text come through or like yeah. excited to go or afterwards i wasn't like oh i wonder if we're gonna go again i was kind of just like oh, we'll see what happens and yeah. i should have known nothing was gonna come of it but um yeah we've i think we texted a little bit after um but how then did, we were busy this weekend and how uh, did uh how did you guys reconnect did he reach out to you like on social media I said something? happy birthday on social media ah, okay yeah yeah so um, it's kind of just like a natural like oh happy birthday like oh thanks how are you doing and we just it just kind of went from there you know um <clears throat> I uh I I didn't I, honestly if it wasn't for the business that I'm in I wouldn't have social media pro social media profiles I, I i was late to the party you know <laughs> um not just a few years ago did i start all my profiles uh and then i did that after i was helping small business owners uh you know increase their online presence to get more customers so i knew the value in it you know yeah. um typically you know just to populate the first page of google you know yeah. um because you're doing um, crazy now yeah, because everyone looks you up. You got to assume, you know, everyone, you know, hand them your car, anyone, they, they look you up real quick before they call you, you know, make sure you're legit. But um, but every now and then, man, because of the because of that, someone will reach out from a long time ago. Yeah. And every time I'm just like, I'm nice to say hi. And then you just uh, don't want it. <laughs> Yeah, it, there's no, uh, you're not, uh, there's no friending. There's no, you know, I, I, you know what I tell them? I give them my phone number. I say, listen, if you want to hop on a call and catch up, let's do that. Yeah. You know, catch up for a few minutes, da, 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 da. But that's, that's it. You know, yeah. you're definitely a phone person. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. So am I, honestly, most people like anytime I'm driving or anything, it's like, I just, let's call someone. Let's. <laughs> well, you know, you were, uh, it's, it, the reason I, I, I did want to ask you cause, uh, you know, about your date on Friday. Cause I was curious about that, but I also almost had a date, uh, this weekend. Yeah. Oh. And I already stopped talking to her. I apologized to her. I said, listen, I'm sorry. I really wanted to try this time yeah. to, to date or to do this. And I, 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 I says, I'm, I'm just, I'm married to my business, man. I can't yeah. just don't have the time. I think I'm married to my lifestyle. That's, yeah. good, that's good too. Me too. 
Right. It's going to take a a lot of butterflies, I think, for me to get excited to date someone. Because honestly, I enjoy being in my bed by myself. Like I enjoy, you know, just taking control of what I'm eating and where I'm going and going to the gym and going to work and not Amen. having to worry about like answering the phone and showing interest. Cause I mean, part of the time, even some of my friends, it's like, they'll call me later in the day. And I just, I don't have the energy right now. Like I don't want to pick up and I don't have to, and my yeah. friends are fine with that. But if you're in a relationship, you have more obligation to, you know, show that affection so that you're being fair to the other person. It's like, I don't know if I have that in me. I know I'm the same way and amen to that. All those things you said, the freedom, you know, I like being free and, uh, that's what was happening with her. She was texting a lot. Like, and I, you know what, just like you said, uh, with that guy, there was no, no, like excitement, no, nothing. It was almost like, and I, and I ended up texting her one time cause I, I told her I was busy today. I said, I'm super busy today. I won't be able to talk to you till tonight. She kept sending texts and now I feel obligated to return them. Even though I see them, I'm still busy, you know? So I, I had to tell her, I think I told her, this is Friday, again, Sunday, I, I called it off. We never even went on a date, right? But uh, I told her, I think it's Friday night or Saturday. I said, listen, um, I... I can't text. I said, you know, we can talk on the phone, but te I text all day in my business. Right. You know, I don't, I don't have the energy to focus on one thing and then send like a fake. I'm not even actually like responding personally. Like I'm just typing what I'm supposed to back. That's, like, yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, it, and that distracts me from what I'm doing. I'm like, right. Oh man. Like you feel like you have to say something. Right. And because, yeah, because I know what it feels like to be excited. And I, I know, like, I mean, yeah. I remember how like liking somebody and like, you know, you'll stay up until way too late trying to just text them back as long as you can. And, and like, I, I will talk to someone if I have that feeling, but if yeah. I don't like my brain's not in it, my heart's not in it. You're like, you're talking to a robot here. Cause I'm not invested. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think there's a lot of wisdom there. You know, yeah. you're definitely, you're definitely uh, wise beyond your years <laughs> you know, for sure. You know, that good sometimes, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> cool beans. You said you had something at four. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. I have another, I just have another zoom class. <laughs> oh, class. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just like a, you know, hosting a hosting it. So you're paying money to, stare at them and put your name on the screen but oh gotcha what was that <laughs> thing, what was that thing you were doing in st pete you covered for somebody last week we couldn't have lunch someone quit was oh that yeah uh, yeah um last week it was is it was a scavenger hunt for new agents for an office so they just i mean the answers to the scavenger hunts questions were like about mortgages or in they had insurance there, title there um home warranty companies there um and they just had to go fill out like go from table to table filling out the answers so they would learn um and then whoever finished it first got a pro like got prizes and um so i had to do the ours our table <laughs> did you have fun was it a good time yeah yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> there are other companies there so it was like there are other mortgage companies there so it gets I don't like when you're directly next to this person and you're competing because it just feels toxic. Yeah. Um, cause you know, you you're friendly with them, but you're still competing for business and for attention essentially. And 
I tell you, there's, you know, uh, I think you're great, obviously the best, but there's some things that you do uh, in the business and the profession that you're in that I, there's no way I could do it. I could do it, but I'd be miserable. Yeah. So I, no, you're right. You're and I a hundred percent that and I'm not saying it doesn't make me miserable. So no, no, but it really does. But yeah. I could but but you know, that's what makes you great, you know. Uh you, you know I, I just try to stand out by, you know, and it's hard seeing people choose lenders who don't care about them or who aren't looking out for their best interest. I mean, I've had I have had and live lost deals because I will tell a client. That's not what your taxes are going to be. If you do a tax estimate based on your purchase price, here's what your taxes are going to be a year from now. And I've had agents um, argue with me that, no, this other lender says this is what the taxes are going to be. And it's the tax bill from this house that sold for, you know, 200000 less 10 years ago. Mm. And it's like, no, that is not the, and, and the agent was mad because she's like, well, they don't want to buy this house if that's what the taxes are. And it's like, well, then they shouldn't be buying this house because that's what the taxes are going to be. I'm not making this number up. I'm pulling it from the property appraiser's website. I'm being honest so that you don't get blindsided a year from now and you're not house poor because your taxes shot up and you owe money because your escrow account was short because you never put in the right tax amount to begin with. Like, I'm trying to be honest. And she she wouldn't use me again after that, even though we had been working together. And her it, her clients went with the other guy and they bought that house. And I was like, I, there's can, nothing I can do for you then. Hey, listen, you know, next, you know, it's, yeah. that's why I we, just, it's that's hard why to see good at night. It is. Yeah, it is hard. You know, and that I mean, agent that, did her clients a huge disservice by not oh, 100%. Huge. That's and horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Tax one. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's why we, you know, uh, there's so many things we could talk about all the time, but that tax yeah. one, you know, when I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go help. I'm going to stop by Jamie and Frank's house probably yeah. around Friday. Uh, we'll see what this storm does and help her with her homestead for next year. And she was, you know, I already, you know, it's one of those things that says, you know, I'll help you. We'll cross your bridge. We got time. But, uh, you know, it was a quick phone call. It says, I'll go over everything when I'm sitting there in your living room with you and Frank. But uh, she she has no idea. Like, they're going to uh, not only get their homestead, but, you know, the Save Our Home cap and all that gets to pour it over. And I'm going to explain all that to her because they sent out the estimate to her and she, like, freaked out. And I says, don't worry, that estimate is not. And I try to tell people that as well. Like, I, you know, veterans especially, um, you know, they'll get all upset about, the fact that the taxes are even on there because they're like, no, I'm exempt from taxes. And I'm like, I understand, but you have to apply for that after you close. And we have, we're legally obligated to show you worst case scenario, like what it is, because what if you forget to apply yeah. or what if something happens and like, you're not approved with these taxes, like you have to be approved based on like not including your exemption and, and great for you that it'll be cheaper once you apply for the exemption and it comes through, but I cannot approve you based on your tax exemption. And, and not everyone likes that. <laughs> no. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anna, Hey, I think you're great. I could talk to Thanks. you all afternoon. <laughs> but, uh, I got to go. I'm actually, I've, I've gotten several calls and, uh, 
you know, I just listed a property on Saturday and I, uh, we've got people wanting to put in offers. So I'm so happy. I hope yes. I can get it locked in in a few days. I worked really, really hard on it. Oh, I'm going to send you the, uh, the, uh, the video I did for it. It's, it's quick. It's like two minutes. And I want you to yeah. watch the whole thing because I added something to it and everyone is, is finding it very funny. And I have a feeling it's, it's going to sell yeah. property. I'll, oh my gosh. Okay, send it to me. About. I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for setting this up. It was good talking to you finally. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Face to face, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, to speak. Talk a lot. <laughs> Still should have lunch. Like even yeah. later this week, maybe Friday. Let's let this hurricane go through. And no, I was going to say, let's see what happens with the streamer. <laughs> <laughs> right. You might be making some repairs. <laughs> I'm seeing you in a boat. I'll be rowing yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll get my jet ski. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nice talking to you. Have a good rest of the day. If you need yeah. anything, call me. Same, same. <laughs> right, bye.